This is the time that we all been waiting on. The moment all the naysayers been hating on. See, they've been talking down on us and flexing. It'll take more than that for you to stop a Houston Texan. A lot of teams talking tough and can't back it up. But not the boys on Kirby, so you can pack it up. Reliant Stadium is where you can find us with the whole city of Houston, Texas standing behind us. See, we've been waiting on this one for 10 years. All right, guys, welcome back to another edition of Texans Unfiltered, a Houston football podcast for your Houston Texans. I am Young Ari Gold, and I am blessed to be with my co-host on this wonderful free agent frenzy for the Houston Texans, the Garnet Texan. John, what a day. We're just uh, dipping our toes in everything, huh? You know, I mean, I guess we were aggressive. (laughs) I don't know. All the uh, all the hype. I, I guess everybody's a little bit let down. Based everybody's on I, let down. You know, from reading Twitter, it seems like the end of the world happened. Debbie Downers are everywhere right we now. We should just give up on the season. Season's over. Done. We're gonna lose all of our games next year. Yeah, I, I mean that's that's just the feeling I'm getting from reading Twitter. I mean, yeah, that's all I'm seeing. I'm getting the same thing from 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 the Reddit. I mean, it's it's like uh, it's as if you would prefer for us to pay sixty million dollars for a. Th- 30-year-old left tackle that contemplating retirement last year. No, it's like I wanted I wanted Nate Soldier as bad as anybody. Not for that much. But you can't pay the man that much. You can't. Uh, well, somebody I did, mean, so can. I mean, I guess you can. But let's be realistic here. Like, that's how, that's how teams get in trouble. That's how you get in cap hell. That's, yeah. I mean, and I get if it. you think back to last year, go look up everybody's free agent review from last year. And the teams that won free agency, how did they do? Bad. I mean, I can't even remember who won free agency last year. The team that ended up winning free agency was the Eagles, and they weren't getting crazy props for everything they did. No, they just had a bunch of depth. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the direction we're going. I think that we're going to end up being more active on second and third wave free agency. Not that we've been, I mean, we haven't been inactive. Oh, we, I mean, we've been active on all the players that we all wanted them to go after. I mean, we've been, we were in on the Malcolm Butler stuff. We were in on Tremaine Johnson. We were in on Nate Soldier. only person we weren't in on is Andrew Norwell is because we knew that we couldn't afford him. But, I mean, we've done everything that we're supposed to do, I feel like. You know? And I, I, I give Gaines props for not – I mean, if this is his first – you would think as a GM, your mindset is, all right, got to get the players in, right? Got to bring these stars. But – they don't value these players as high as these other teams. Not saying that these players aren't good. I think that their value system is just different, and they don't see these players being as good as what they are getting. I think that's, And I applaud them for that being the case. If they don't think they're worth it and they're not offering the contract, good for them. Because most teams don't do that. Yeah, I think that's an excellent point that you're making. It's how much do they value them? We're in a situation where the Texans have a lot of holes. We yeah. talked about this our last regular podcast, that they have a lot of holes. This is a year where, with free agency, we have to raise our average age of the team. We've got a lot going on. We saw last year we relied so much on having our top-line players and a bunch of youth behind them. Well, when all of our top-line players got hurt, that youth wasn't ready. We have to get players that have experience and get players that will contribute. And typically, I'm, like, shocked because 
Gain did some, Gains did something that I swear every year I read on Reddit where they post the uh, the Pro Football Focus and then they point out like the fifth person down. It's like this person only signed for this much. Why didn't we go get him? That's we what did he did it. this time. <laughs> he did it with two of them. Yeah, he he did it with Fulton and he did it with Colvin. I mean, yeah. So what what else? I mean, I know you want the stars. We want we all want the stars, but do we really want a mortgage? Everything for the stars. We have to go out. We have to get a bunch of guys. Watson's shown to be a transcendent player. We still have J.J. Watt coming back. We We're about to redo Whit- Clowney. We still have Whitney Merciless coming back. Those three guys, had they been free agent signings, we win free agency. And we're getting them back healthy. Yeah. No, you're right. It's a good way to look at it. I think on top of that, uh, you know, if you really honestly think about it, besides Malcolm Butler, besides Nate Soldier, besides Tremaine Johnson, like, what have we really lost out on? Well, we haven't. We, I mean, those are the three players that everybody talked about. That was it, right? But, I mean, there's EJ Gaines still out there who we've all talked about. Uh, it, it looks like Patrick Robinson's going back to the Saints, but at the same time, it doesn't look like that deal's been finalized yet, so I'm not sure. But there's corners out there that are available for us to make an impact still. And then we're going after the best free safety now available in free agency in Tyron Matthew. I mean, if you guys would have signed Soldier, there would be no chance for Matthew. So keep that in mind. Which would you rather have? I would honestly rather have Tyron Matthew. I would much rather have Tyron Matthew. And it's funny, there's a lot of people on on Twitter and Reddit that are like, well, how could we use him? How could we use him? You know, we just signed Colvin and we got... What? Are you you serious? How would you use him? You figure Uh, out a way to use a player like that. You find a way to use a player like that. You can't say, well, you know, we just signed a slot corner and, uh, well, you know, we have Andre Howell and uh, where are we going to put Tyron? Well, Tyron's not a box safety, first and foremost. He's a coverage safety. And as good as Andre Howell is, Tyron Matthews is that much better. He's also a much better tackler than Andre Howell. Those open field tackles that we missed last year, that's not happening. Tyron's bringing them down. And in single safety formations, you can line up Tyron in the slot. Lot. So there's just so many ways to use this. Nick, oh, blitzes, safety blitzes. Which wait, who's our defensive coordinator? Rack, right? He's a safety blitz guru, is he not? So it's like, what are you guys talking about? How do you use him? How do you not use him? Is the better question. It's almost ignorant, to be honest with you. It's like I kind of talked about this, and I should have put it out as an article because now it feels like it's after the fact. My dream for our defensive pickups was going smart on the corners, getting guys like Conv- Conv- Colvin. Colvin. There he goes Sorry. again. Names, y'all. <laughs> yeah, just stop and say names. Say, we're going to just give you A, B, and C. You know? I'll know who you're um, talking about, and Colvin, I'll say Colvin, EJ, and then trade. I actually thought we'd have to trade for Tyron Matthew. Well, they, he, they, he was on the market for yeah. He was on the trade block. So, I mean, it's so fair I, for you to think I that. I was thinking that we could give up one of our third-round picks for him and then add a guy like Shaquem Griffin. That would be the ideal scenario. With what we already have on defense, you rotate those in. We fix our pass rush problem because you never know where the pass rush would come from. I would sign Marcus Williams to add on top of that. Okay, Just for depth because you can never have enough corners anyways. Right. I mean, still, just going with those levels, we still have really good players. They're just hurt. We just need more. We need... I mean, everybody needs more good players, but we just need more medium-level players. Yeah. We don't need all these transcendent players. We have those. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Most teams don't have those. We have multiple. Yeah. We have at least six. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really. I can't think of one but team that has six. Everybody not, has one or two. There's maybe five teams in the entire league that w- wouldn't take Deshaun Watson. Maybe five. Really? I think there's like two. Green Bay and New England. I can't think Green of another Bay, team. England, maybe maybe the Saints. Maybe the Saints. Maybe the Eagles. So four teams. Ah, the Saints would probably take them. Well, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Either way. I mean, no, you're right. But so you got you got that, and then you got DeAndre, you got JJ, you got Murray, every you team got in the league Clowney. Every all team five in the league of those, would take Hopkins. All of those every guys are top. Would take Watt. Every team in the league would. They take They would be the Lewis. highest paid in their in their position in free agency. Yeah. Nuck would blow free agency out of the water. JJ would blow free healthy. JJ would blow free agency out of the water. Clowney would smash free agency in the mouth. This would have been. We would have, yeah, like, it would have been nuts. So, chill out. And Merck's on, like, this stupid deal that he probably shouldn't even be on right now, considering how much production we get out of Merciless. Well, we, I mean, we pretty much We're going to have to redo that. Yeah. Trip. That one's probably going to get redone this year. Uh, so, yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like there's so much negative aspects on what they're doing, and I think what they're doing is right. Let the players come to you. Let these guys go out and blow their load immediately. It's like walking into a strip club, getting your lap dances and leaving. Why not sit around, look for the right girl to have that dance with before you bounce, get the dance, and then go home. Don't get the dance from the first girl you see. It's a waste. It's the same thing, and that's what they're doing. That's just my opinion. (laughs) I mean, fair enough. Like... We're, we're playing smarter. I mean... It is smarter. So let's go through who we signed. Sure. Uh, so Zach, uh, Zach Fulton, Zach, right? Zach Fulton? I think so, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the offensive lineman who played center and guard, played both guard positions for the Chiefs, and had a, the, a very, very, very high passer, uh, passer blocking, pass protection rating on PFF. I think it was like 87%, and then I think he was about average on run blocking. I think it was like 70%. Uh, but he played mostly at guard. So for people that thought, and I even, at first when I saw it and people mentioned it, I was like, oh, maybe we are moving more to guard. It was that first tweet. tweet. It yeah. was like, okay, they're playing him at guard. Well, either way. Um, I mean, and he, he's a he's a great signing. No, he is. He's, he's a value signing. Yeah. He's depth. He's a day one starter from Day one guard, starter. At the guard position. He doesn't have to He upgrades XFF. XFF. If Martin never gets it together... I mean, it's not that it's been his fault, but if Zach Martin continues to get hurt every single year. Well, there's a reason why we signed Mance. Did we sign Mance? Well, we put a tender on him oh. for 1.75. Yeah. Well, we can slide him over. That's why we That's why we did it. If Nick Martin's not healthy, we can, we've can. we seen what Mance is at center. Yeah. He's an average center. He's not terrible. He's not great. So he, he can fill that, that role for Martin. And then and, you have Yeah, I mean, these Fulton. guys. And then the other guy. Are... From, uh, I mean, he's another one of those that's a stronger pass blocker. Yeah, which makes Deshaun sense. Deshaun Watson, with his mobility, makes everybody automatically a better run blocker. Right. Now you get guys that are a little bit better pass blockers. We've seen can what. Move what I mean, we've seen what Deshaun can do with a clean pro, with a clean pocket. Yeah, so. number one quarterback in the league last year in the clean pocket. Yeah. So you know, nothing uh, small. I, th- I thought it was a good deal. I, 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 you didn't break the bank. You literally got him for sixty percent less than what the Jags paid Norwell. Yeah. So I'll take it. And he's young. Uh, and then we also signed um, the Saints offensive lineman, C- Sino Kelamete. 
I don't know enough about him. All I know is what Chiefs fans have said, and, and they it looks like we got ourselves a great player. Again, another bargain. Now, they said the same thing about Jeff Allen when he came over. Now, I, I still think that, the right, that there's a chance Jeff Allen could be okay if he plays his natural position at left guard, which he's only played a couple times for us. It's been switched so many times in so many different places. So... Uh, not except for his first year, so yeah. Calmente, uh, he was a guy that, just based on what the Saints fans are saying, is they're really bummed to lose him. Yep. He played every position on the offensive line. He was never a starter, but he filled in everywhere. Yep. And he's going to come to Houston. He's going to compete to start, and he's probably going to end up starting at either either guard or tackle. Like, most likely guard, but he can play tackle if needed. Yeah. This is all dependent on Derek Newton too. Yeah. Uh, I find it funny that nobody in the media during any any time of Bill O'Brien has asked at all about Derek Newton. I guess you could, it speaks to our injuries of last year, and there's probably more concern around when's Deshaun, when's JJ, when's Merck. All those people are coming back. But I just find it interesting that nobody's even brought up Derek Newton once to, to Bill O'Brien. I think it's just the severity of his injury. Everybody's already kind just of sensitive. There's not necessarily sensitive, but kind of already written him off. Maybe that's the case. I mean, the guy's working. I, yeah. I follow him on Instagram. He's he's con- he's boxing, and he's moving around really good in the ring. So, I mean, I we're know, we'll all see. hoping that he comes back. If he comes back and he's healthy, we have a, we have a right tackle. Yeah. And then Julian Davenport is our left tackle. Yep. That's I'm fine with it. And then we'll have... Um, and then now we got this... The next guy on our list, yeah. um, Centril Henderson. Who this guy's is interesting. A, is it Centrell or Chantrell? Uh, I can't say I, people's I, I, names. I, I so. think it's Chantrell, to be honest Chantrell. with you. Chantrell? This guy, he's super, He's really interesting. He was Very interesting. the number one college recruit in the nation before he went to Miami. He played okay. He never quite lived up to that at Miami, but, I mean, he, he did well enough that he got drafted in the first round. And then his rookie year. He looked like he was going to be a player. He looked like he was going to, and then he got Crohn, Crohn's disease. Mm-hmm. Was smoking dope for his disease, got busted because he was trying to come back to football a little sooner than he should have. Supposedly he's healthy now. That's all behind him. And luckily for us, our GM knows his history enough to say, "Well, shit, if we give this dude a chance, if he is anything of what he was his rookie year, this is a steal." Yeah, I mean he's got. And if that's the case, then he's got Crohn's, and apparently he's got it under control now. I can only imagine how much that I don't even sucks know when what it flares up. Is. It it's an intestinal disorder that is apparently one of the most painful things you can have. Hmm. So no one should ever blame the man for smoking pot. But apparently he's got it under control. You never cure it, but he's got it under control, and he impressed gains enough last year, and he's supposedly going to be a real solid depth play. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. I mean, four million dollars for a starting tackle, poten- potential starting tackle. If like the he, guy starts eight games and is good, we're we, we got our money back. Yeah, I mean he's he's got the potential to start in the league. Sure, like, he's got the build. It's just putting it all together, um, and hopefully he does. I mean, yeah, I hope he does. This is probably that's probably the one player I'm, I'm more excited about than any of the others. I know Fulton's obviously uh, good at what he does, but. Uh, if we can get that tackle position, as much as guard is important, if we can get both tackle positions taken care of, I'd feel a lot better about that offensive line. Uh, well, and then your cornerback, who you were wanting us to sign, Aaron Colvin from the Jags, we signed him to a pretty friendly deal as well. 
Um, I don't have it in front of me. I want to say it's four years, $34.5 million. I think it was $17 million guaranteed, I think. Just going based off of memory completely. So uh, I, I could be wrong. But uh, if that's the case, that's a uh, that's a solid deal for a starting slot corner who has made a huge impact and isn't talked about enough over in Jacksonville because obviously there's Bouye and Ramsey, but um, I don't know. I mean, you loved him beforehand. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, the dude is fiery. He is an absolute beast. He was, I think, a third-round pick out of Oklahoma. They started him on the outside, um, and he almost looked like a bust there for a little bit. Then... Towards the end of, not last year, but the year before when they first moved him inside to the slot, he started playing a lot better. They go out, they leave him in the slot, sign Boyer, and the, of course the trifecta of them last year just wrecked people. Sure. And this is a guy, very similar story to Boyer, except actually he's a, he's a little bit more physically imposing than Boyer was. I'm not saying that he's going to be the player that Boye was, but remember when Boye first came up with us and we signed him as a free agent and he played on the outside and he was in over his head. And then they moved him inside and made him our our tight end killer, essentially. And that's when Boye started taking those leaps. Same same deal with Conlin. They started him outside, he struggled, moved him inside, he's gotten better. And hopefully... He'll continue to grow. I'm sure next year we're going to give him every opportunity to play on the outside. He said that was part of the things he was looking for when he was leaving Jacksonville is he wanted the opportunity to play on the outside. But he's already shown that if he can't do that, he is dominant inside. He is one of the best slot corners. And, I mean, with Rack, you can see no matter what, Rack's going to move him back and forth. And, I mean, he is fiery. Like, he, he is the si- signing that single-handedly proves that we'll go after players that kneel. There is several pictures of him kneeling several times last year. and there's Really? Also, yeah. Really? Really. And then there's also um, the London game, for example. He was one of the guys that they showed on it. And then he's also got into a fight with Malik Jackson on the sideline last year. Like, anybody that's going to pick a fight with Malik Jackson, you know... You don't mess with that person, so I'm excited about him. Yeah, I'm watching. Um, I'm watching his his gift breakdown that this lady Lori Fitzpatrick tweeted out, and he, uh, wow, he, he's a very good tackler. Very, he he's he looks. To, I mean, I'm just I'm just five plays. He probably pick five plays off of any player, but uh, he looks his instinct, which is something you usually can't coach. He just. Looks like it's all there right now. His play recognition is awesome. Um, I'm telling you, we if we have him bring in Matthew and draft, it doesn't have to be Shaquem Griffin. I just kind of hope it is because of the style of play. You add all that to our defense, and we would have the most entertaining defense in the league to watch next year. And then just a solid corner such such as EJ Gaines that plays position their position well. Um just throw those guys out there, and we would just straight beat up other teams. Well, he was the number one quarterback in the uh, wild card game against the Bills, so that says something. Um, yeah, wow, yeah, that'll be it'll be interesting to see. Uh, obviously, it's going to be really interesting to see what we do with Cream moving forward. I don't know because um, that that was Cream's spot. He's going to play slot as much as I'm sure we'll give him a shot at outside. 
he's our slot corner. Yeah. You just I, you play your players to their strengths. You're not going to say, hey, I know you're really good here, but we need you here. Like, that's just not the way it works. He's going to be a slot corner. Yeah. So where does Kareem go? Kareem can't play outside. We all know Kareem cannot play. <laughs> oh, he can't. Kareem play. can't turn around out. Turn like that's well, the only problem Kareem really has is he can't turn around. Right. That's the biggest problem. And that's why he really couldn't play. Slot that's why either. they put him in slot. <laughs> so he was playing slot because he's such a dominant force. On he's the just a great game. tackler. He. A big did, hitter, good tackler, good he, play recognition. He knows where to go. He is the best quarterback at stopping the run. Yeah. How wrong is that sentence? No, it's right wrong. There? <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. No, it's terrible. Um, I mean, it's good to be the best at something, but cornerbacks aren't supposed to stop the run. Well, for nine million a year, he's either starting at strong safety, or we cut him. Yeah, he's gonna. He's I don't gonna see them cutting him. Yeah, he's gonna be a safety. I think you're right. I think they move There's him to strong safety. No if and or buts. He's going to be a safety. If they move him to strong safety, and let's just play hypothetical here. We signed Tyron Matthew. So Matthews is going to play free safety then because that's what he is. Uh, so Tyron Matthew plays free safety. Kareem plays strong safety. Say we don't get gains and we sign J. Joe. So it's J. Joe, Kevin Johnson on the outside, Colvin on the inside. Where's Andre Hall? Is he just extra depth, I guess? He'd be a rotational piece. Because his contract is friendly. Yeah. There's no point in cutting Andre Hall. Yeah, he'd be a rotational piece. I honestly think... Honestly, I like the way that sounds. Yeah. I honestly think that Kareem Jackson would be in for more running plays. (laughs) Running downs. And Andre Hall would be in for coverage. No, you're probably right. (laughs) And it's so, again, ridiculous. But that's okay. how, How often do you have a converted corner... You're like, yeah, we're not we're passing downs. No, no, no. Oh, there's a running back we need you to go kill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, but you're right. Just, that's the skill set. That's, that's Jackson for you. That's no, Kareem. it's true. It's true. That's interesting, though. I do like the way that sounds. I do like the way that sounds. Yeah, it would, and that'd be fun. And we'd have. I prefer Gaines over J. Joe. As much as I love J. Joe, I just, uh, yeah. Gaines is younger. Yeah, at, at this point. But it also comes down to money. I mean, heck, what if we get both? I would say, what, Gaines and Matthews? No, Gaines and J.J. I would be fine with that. That would be depth at a position where you need depth. Exactly. Uh, I I wouldn't, but that would have to be a very team-friendly deal. I think everybody would feel better right now if Kevin Johnson was a rotational player. It'd be more Kevin Johnson than J.J., but with his his development, you can't. You have to play K.J. Yeah. J.J. has to be off the, the rotation. You know, everybody forgets, but for a solid seven game stretch, um, Kevin Johnson's rookie year, he or not rookie year, his second year, for about seven games, he was one of the best cornerbacks in the league. Yeah, See, even, um, even statistically. Yeah. Yeah. PFF, statistic, yeah. eyeballs. He had a stretch. Yeah. Hopefully Rack can grab him by the face mask and get him back in that mindset because ever since then, I'm still convinced his biggest problem is he took offense to people calling him frail. Oh, And well. that's why. Oh, well. You know? I mean, we saw what happened to J.J. when he lowered his shoulder last year and hit somebody. He was out for the next game. <laughs> you guys just don't do that. Yeah, please, <laughs> That's not please what stop. y'all do. That might have been Brable. It was a great play. Uh, right, because Brable's fiery, so fiery and, and he's aggressive getting and getting in your face. So maybe that's it. Maybe that's, you know, or, maybe that, it all rolls downhill, right? So mm-hmm. maybe that's the case. Or Rack is like, do Rack, your job. Rack's like, yeah, hey, guys. I, I want to give him that high of a voice. That sounded like Wade Phillips more than anything. <laughs> yeah, that did. 
That was the perfect. That was the perfect uh, Wade Phillips. Uh, perfect Wade Phillips impersonation I've ever seen. It's the best. Um. Anyways, so with the way the free agency is going, we're both in agreement that we're actually happy with the way it's going. Now there are still players out there. Um, one situ, one position that we have not addressed that we do need to address is the tight end position. Unless CJ's coming back. And based on Bill O'Brien's comment at the Combine, it seems like he is coming back. or They're at least counting him on the team right now. Um, but with Jimmy Graham to Green Bay, you were high on Jimmy Graham. Who's your Not guy the, now? I, won't, I mean, I was high on him because I didn't think he was going to make that much. Ten million, yeah, I'm telling but, you. Dude, why would he not? He's Jimmy Graham. That's why I didn't understand why everyone's like, yeah! The guy's a red zone beast. Like, he's scary as shit in the red zone. Yeah, but he hasn't been Jimmy Graham. He was last year. No, he caught touchdown passes, but... What counts, John? <laughs> read, say, write that back on your hand and read right. that to yourself. Tell me which matters. <laughs> well, he just wasn't that yardage. He wasn't. He wasn't the Jimmy Graham up the seam mismatch nightmare. But is that because it's Russell and not Drew Brees? And he, he lost a step or two. Well, he's older. That happens. Granted, I mean... But he's got Aaron Rodgers well, now. It's because he came off that torn patella. And it's just, will you get that burst again? Sure. And, I mean, that was one year removed. And last year he played good. That's why I wanted him. I was hoping that we would be able to get him at a, a friendlier deal. Sure. A prove-it deal. Yeah, no. And him being two years off the thing, he would bounce back. But we won't get to find that out. Green Bay wanted him so bad they cut Jordan Nelson. I know. I cannot believe they did that. But, hey. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, I hate the... I really hate when players get cut. Because it's so annoying to go anywhere and it's like automatic, like the first post or the first tweet. It's like, Jeremy Macklin was cut. Should we sign him? Uh, Muhammad Wilk. It's like just every single player gets cut. It's like, should we sign him? It's like, you can't sign everybody, guy. And the answer is always yes for the right price. Right. Exactly. But Jordan Nelson's not getting right price money. No. He's going to make a ton of money wherever he goes. I hope he doesn't go to Oakland because I think he's going to be wasted down there. Did they trade Crabtree? No, they're going to cut Crabtree if they sign Jordan Nelson. Craziness. So, Craziness. Okay. So tight end, uh, Trey Burton got paid, too. That uh, broke my heart. I would have paid him. Paid him? Paid him? That, like, what, he got paid? It was like $34 pretty, million. Dollars. Pretty close. Wow, really? I mean, it's only like $8 million a year. Still. For He's a guy good. that hasn't done much? It, it's a lot of money. And I think I even tweeted, wow, that's a lot of money. But then I watched a little bit more film on him, and I was like, yeah, I like him. I thought he would have been a good fit. He, I mean, he's... Granted, a lot more expensive, but he's a better Steven Anderson that it could actually block a little bit. Mm, I don't know. Honestly, the one that broke my heart the most was Jarek McKinnon. Yeah, but we're talking about tight ends right I now. Know, I know. Can we get there? I, I, I just, just get into down. it. Go ahead. Yeah, you, you'd be happy spending $40 million on a running back like San Francisco did? No, but maybe. <laughs> no. But maybe Eric Ebron got cut. Let's go back. I guess get Didn't back on track. Didn't he get cut by the Saints? Ebron? Yeah. Already? Like four minutes after he got cut. Wow, that was quick. Really? I could have sworn that's what I saw. Are you sure he wasn't just visiting? Uh, I'm pretty sure. I I can almost. I mean, it was on Twitter. But then again, you know, there you go. I just said that it's on Twitter, so maybe, maybe not. But um, I don't like Eric Ebron. I, he can't catch. He's got but stone your, hands. Your guy, Eford's still out there. Yeah, I know. I'm loving it. 
I I think there might be a chance that we go after him. I like it. That's a, he's a red zone threat. He can catch he I catches mean, everything that goes his way. He's just had it. It honestly matches exactly what we've done so far this this off season. Yeah. Uh, Again, risk on guys that have had you know just injury histories. Yeah, like all of them. I mean, even if we sign EJ Gaines, it's the same. EJ hasn't stayed on field for this last season. Uh, why not? Oh, I mean, I love Efert. He just terrifies me for what I think he would get paid with his injury Eifert, history. Eifert. 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 Big difference. It's okay. Eifert. Eifert. We all heard. <laughs> I'm just going to go in a corner and cry. Anyways. I think that, yeah, I'm just going to think. I think he would be very, uh, I think he'd be great on our team. I really do. I think him and Deshaun would just make beautiful, beautiful music. Well, could you imagine if... Um, <clears throat> If the Dorowitz came, came back? Yeah, then you can cut Ryan Griffin. Or actually, no, you just yeah. cut Steven Anderson. You have... You cut Steven Anderson at that point. Because you, you got Ryan Griffin, who signed to a deal last year. He's solid. He caught everything that came his way last year. There's no have, reason to cut him. Yeah, you have Eford and... CJ. That that would be a scary tight end combination. That'd be, add that to our wide receivers. Yeah. Because we signed Bruce. We didn't mention that, by the way. I figured we would get back to that. Because we, really, we haven't it. really talked about wide receivers at all. Well, yeah, we, haven't we, about, we started. We started with the line. We started then with the cornerbacks because those. Well, those know, are who we signed. Those are and those were our priorities. Yeah, but we signed Bruce. We signed Bruce. I'm excited about I'm that. I'm super stoked that we signed Bruce. <laughs> it really bothers me that we didn't just sign him before free agency. It's gonna be interesting to see what the money is. <laughs> you know, I don't even know. I'd say five million. Really? Yeah, I hope so. Say? What would you say? More? Less? It's a one year deal. Guy was magic last year when he was on the field. And it, wasn't it just a rib injury? No, it was hamstrings. It was it no. He got he got speared in the knee, where I was. Remember, because my reaction was oh, like yeah, I yeah. thought that he got his ACL blown out, and you said that he's probably hurt, and they're gonna call it his hamstring to keep him safe. And when they announced it. You said he's probably not as hurt as bad as it looked. Right. And they're going to call it a hamstring and put him on the IR just and that's to keep what they him did. safe. And that's what they did. So you called it. And then you're like, and this way they'll just resign him a little bit cheaper. Which they probably did. I don't know how much they paid to resign him. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see. Him. I'm just glad we signed him. So you pretty much nailed the narrative. So well, congrats there. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I feel really good now. Um, uh, no, but we signed Bruce. Look, an- another year, Bruce with Deshaun. And, I mean, we do have, honestly, when healthy – our wide receivers, I would say that we have, I'd say we have the best, second best, maybe, wide receiver, wide receiver, not duo, not trio, I guess core, wide receiver and core in the league. Yeah. Core. Well, Because, yes, if you say Stephon right. Diggs and Thielen, those are two, but Jarius Wright and they're okay, but they're not Bruce good. Well, my point with them is with Deshaun, they are. Right. As long as Watson's our quarterback, they are. He has... Well, they may be better with Kirk. Maybe, but I don't know. It's just something about the chemistry they all have when they are all three on the same field. No, no, I'm saying, like, uh, Kirk may make Stefan and Adam better. He might, but there was just something about Watson, and he... he oh, re- he, he made he, them all better. He made them all He's better. He's the Michael Jordan of football. And... I mean, Fuller fell off a cliff. Ellington fell off a cliff. Hopkins didn't when when Watson went out, which is, of course, to be expected. Yeah. But with Thielen and Diggs, they seem to raise the level of the quarterback around them. So, 
I yeah. think that it's just it, the way, and this isn't because the skill set. It's it's the way they all mashed together. They kind of understood each other. I would agree. I would agree. I think that's you hit it right on the head. Uh, all right, so let's get. So, ex, what are you expecting the rest of free agency? I mean, what Probably, are you what, like name, names? Who are you expecting us to bring in? I I don't know how to make projections. Okay, so I, what are you expecting position wise? I think that we're gonna get one more one more corner. Okay. I believe we'll get another offensive lineman. We've signed a quite a f- for both so far. Well, that would be a lot of linemen. Yeah. And I think that we're going to get a whole bunch of them and see which ones kind of shake out. That's okay. I'm fine with that. Because we kind of have to. It's not uh, like we have really other areas of need. And there's really... Safety and corner. There's really not a great... There was never a great fit out there. So this is kind of what you have to do. Sure. Um, I think that we'll probably bring in a tight end. I am sure we'll probably sign at least a, a safety. Who knows Quentin if it's going to be... What... Who it's going to be. Quentin Dems. Prob- probably. <laughs> <laughs> but someone along those levels. Like yeah. I, I'm sitting here hoping and praying that we sign Matthew. I don't, really, I don't really think it's going to happen. I don't either. I think man, he's going to go... Would just, that would be way too much fun if we did. He's going somewhere else. But if we don't, Kareem plays free safety next year. We bring in another... We bring in somebody like Vicaro or Demps or somebody on that level. I like Vicaro. We're linked to Eric Reed. Yeah, he said he wanted to come back south. The protester of all protesters. There's always a chance. Think you could put that narrative to bed if we signed him? I think we can put that narrative to bed after we sign that cornerback that I, whose name Colvin? I just can't remember. Yeah. No, he's not a big enough player. Because he's like Eric Reed is. Uh. And and the media circuit he is. Really? Dude, this dude like has gone he's yes, he's worn some shirts that probably shouldn't be worn and he's said some things that I mean, I am okay with him wearing. I would do whatever he wants to do, but uh yeah, no, he's been in multiple interviews where he's said things that people in this state won't agree with. Oh, there's always a possibility of that. I would love it. I, I think, can tell you what this What about T.J. Ward? You know... It, I know like, he had a down year in Tampa, but Tampa all, had a down year in general. Yeah, it's just, if we can get him for the right price, it's another one of those players... That'd be that, a prove-it year deal, one year. prove-it deal. Like, we... I, hopefully we start to get some of those. We should get players that want to sign the prove-it year deals. That's what I thought... I actually think that that's going to happen with Deshaun Watson. That's why... I, like Jimmy Graham, that's why I brought that up because you get to play on a team with a quarterback like that. That's kind of the dream. Now, we don't really tar- start to see those deals till second and third wave. So he's one of those players that, yeah, I could, I could see it. Definitely see it. Um, we'll probably, I hate to say it, uh, like I've heard, but we'll also probably look at Austin Severin Jenkins, he's still I out like there. Jenkins. We'll probably kick he, the wheels on Ebron if he hasn't been signed. I don't. I didn't, I couldn't find anything saying he has, but if he has, he has. But I wouldn't be surprised if we kind of kicked the wheels on those. But Gaines was sticking to his plan. Secondary, offensive line, those were our first need, areas of need. Yeah. I don't think he's done with either one of them yet. We'll just kind of go from there. Um, as for speculation on to whether or not we cut Lamar Miller, I think it all depends. Cut if, Lamar Miller? Where'd you, yeah. where did you just put, where's that at? What made you think that? 
That was being floated around. Well, yeah, but we addressed that last last week. Did we? Yes. Okay. We're not cutting Lamar Miller. Yeah, we're not cutting him unless something... <laughs> we're not cutting Lamar Miller. Unless somebody falls into our lap that, that makes him cuttable. And at this point, that's not happening. Yeah, this whole, like, Lamar Miller stuff is crazy to me. I, I really honestly don't. Like, if he's already on the, like, he's on the team. He knows, like, there's just no reason to cut this guy. He, he had a good year last year. Like, he had a good year last year. I mean... With Deshaun. His 3.4 yards. With Deshaun. And absolutely no... Everybody else Yards after contact, but, you know... He was solid with Deshaun. We were, we were last in the league on yards after contact. Yeah, because did you see who was running behind? Le'Veon Bell would have been in the same spot with that offensive line. No. What? It's yards after contact. It doesn't matter the offensive line. Oh, are you talking about yards after contact? I'm talking about in general. Yeah. So we don't. We do need. But he's not a bruiser. I mean, that's, that's he's always been that way. For us yeah. to think that he can get hit and keep going, well, he needs to lose. We should have known that when we. Yeah. Said, oh, agreed. He should have. Get back but, to get get him. He needs to get himself back into the body that he had in Miami. But if they're not going to use him properly, away. why do it? He's getting torn up in the middle. Why would he lose weight? He needs that weight to try to carry as far as he can. Because we need him to actually make plays. We need longer runs. Then talk to your head coach on using him properly. I know, right? That's the biggest <laughs> thing. Stop running them up the goddamn middle. But I, I mean, it was still, it still continues to be floated around Twitter. And my thought on it wow. is, if we, for whatever reason, came across a running back to do the role that they're trying to force Lamar Miller to do, sure, I don't think that they would cut him. I think they'd ask him to take a pay cut. I think they would ask him to lose some weight. Let, tell him that he needs to give up on the stream of being the bell cow running back. I think if Deontay comes back fine this year, Lamar Miller will be gone next year. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what I think. And I think we will draft a running back in the fifth or sixth round. It's like the best running back class in forever. Yeah, we're, we're going to get it. You're going to get a running back. Right. So, Even um, if you don't draft one because there's going to be some left over because this year's right. ridiculous. Right. Uh, all right, so around the uh, AFC South, there's been a lot of a lot of good things going on. Nothing over in Coldland, which is kind of nice to see. Supposedly, Nadam Kinsu is potentially. He said he's going wherever the money is, so he doesn't care about the the quality of play. He just wants to get paid. So fine, whatever. So hopefully they pay him like crazy, because I don't think he's. I think he's over the hill, but whatever. Uh, your 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 boy Mike Rabel signing uh, Malcolm Butler and Dion Lewis. So can we start calling them Patriots South now? No. Oh. No, we, we keep that name and, and hold it. I think that name's kind of a curse. I don't think so. I mean, we really haven't done much of it since well, we got done. some damn injuries. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, know. I guess back... Let's give it one more year. Back-to-back division titles is something, but... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but they overpaid for Malcolm. Oh, my... Dude. <laughs> Wow. They overpaid for Deion Lewis. Wow. On both contracts. I wow. Lo- Deion Lewis. Is I an, love Deion Lewis. He's an amazing running back. You don't pay running backs that anymore. Not ones with his injury history. No. He's going to get hurt. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And, I mean, <clears throat> it sucks from a fantasy standpoint because now neither one of them 
are going to be great fantasy running backs. Well, it sucks because everybody coming into this was like, yes, Derrick Henry's finally worth taking right. in the first, you know, three three rounds. Not anymore. Nope. Not anymore. So, yeah. I but mean, they'll Malcolm Butler. That's they're, uh, they're gonna have they're gonna have a couple of games between the two of them where they'll probably have a great rushing attack, better than they had this past year. But Deion Lewis is gonna get hurt. I can't believe they spent that much money on him. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. And then Malcolm Butler too. They spent yeah. a lot on Malcolm Butler, dude. They they spent... blew their load on Malcolm Butler, and I, I honestly they've done this is the this is the second year back to back in free agency that they've done this. They did it with Logan Ryan last year. And I mean Logan Ryan, solid corner. Solid, Butler is a solid corner. That's it though. But, I mean, I would have been besides myself if we had signed Soldier for what he made for the Giants and um, Malcolm Butler for what he made with the Titans, because then we we should have and could have just kept Dwayne Brown and AJ Boye. We still probably should have done both, but yeah. Well, yeah. No, agreed. I agree. I agree with you hundred percent. I mean, what's the difference? We would have paid more to downgrade. Yeah. Well, at least this way, we didn't pay more. We're still downgraded, but at least it's over multiple players where you have a chance of somebody surprising you. Right. And and being another really good player. I agree with you. I think Titans. Uh, I, I I'm not sure what they're what they're trying to accomplish over there, but um, they did resign Josh Klein, which sucks because I actually liked Josh Klein for us. But um, yeah, I'm not sure what's going on over there. I, I'm not. I really don't understand where they're trying to go. Well, they made the playoffs, so they're that team that over is going to overspend a free agency, which they have already, because they think that those two free agents are going to be the ones that that push them over the edge. Okay. And I hate to break it to them, but neither neither that, neither of them are that caliber of players. They're no. great players if you can afford them. If, sure, go ahead. But. Paying that much for him, like, yeah, dude. It's, like it's, I'm, I like Malcolm Butler. It's but. absolutely crazy. The one thing Belichick never does is overpay running backs. Every single Belichick disciple, what do they do? They go out and they overpay for a running back. I know. Is it they just when they're in New England and for 15 years you're not allowed to spend money on a running back? So they're like, yeah, yeah I'm out of the house. I can go buy a running back. Yeah. I don't understand it. I, honestly, I don't either. I'm glad it was the Titans because I want them to be bad. But I hate still. that team. Yeah. And then, unfortunately, the Jags got better. Wait, okay, so I, my biggest question is, are we all playing with salary cap mode on and the Jags are playing the NFL with salary cap mode turned off? Because where the fuck is all this money coming from? I mean, I hate to say it like that, but seriously, like, how are they doing this every goddamn year? Because it's ridiculous. They're not paying a quarterback for one thing. Well, that's true. When you're not even paying a backup quarterback. But still, like, how could they? I mean, they 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 made Norwell the highest paid and they guard in the league. And they have. And he's so great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. They didn't over. I mean, I guess technically they overpaid, but I don't think they overpaid. Like, well, they have. They so needed much, the guard. So many of their talented players were through the draft, and yeah, they're, they're still all rookie on, deals. They're still on rookie con- contracts. So yeah, they are just that team that has money to spend. I'm the Norwell signing. It's a good signing, however. It's still just kind of ridiculous that they're just doubling down on going old school 
Because that's not a help Bortle signing. He's not being brought in to pass protect. That is all a Leonard Fournette signing. They're just going to run the ball even more next year. I know. Yeah, it's... I don't know. I just hate that the Jags got such a solid guard. It really pisses me off. But, oh well, I guess. I mean, what and can where, you do? where the hell did they even come from all that? They were not one of the teams mentioned at all. Well, it just shows you that, like, you can go to Twitter for as much as you want, but... Twitter's wrong, people. Twitter, <laughs> yeah, that's a meme right there. You know? I wish I could have taken a picture of you saying that. That would have been awesome. Yeah, no, I mean, Twitter's wrong. I mean, the, you know, these agents, they try to, you know, it's funny about, like, the whole, like, tampering aspect. You know, they're only taking either, and, and this is the bad part, there's agents who have or not agents, but reporters who have relationships with agents and players where they get the info. And then there are some who don't, but pretend they do, and they put it out there, and because of who they work for, they have a following. And so that's where you get this whole mixed messaging, uh, you know, wrongful information. It's because, I mean, what else? Uh, It's just crazy to me. Legal tampering, like, it, how does that even work? Legal tampering, like those two don't, those two words don't even go together. They might as well just open it up completely. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I can't believe they came out of nowhere and just got it done. Uh, and then the same thing with with uh, the Giants and Nate Soldier. Like like you said, I mean, they weren't linked to Soldier wasn't linked to the Giants at all. And boom. So, I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, I'll tell you right now, with what we have now and the amount of picks we have in the draft, uh, we're going to hit on one of these lines. Maybe two. Yeah. Which is, we'll all, we if we can hit on one fantastic, we're have a, we have a better line than we had last year. If we hit on two, our line's going to be average, which an average line with Deshaun is fine. You don't need you don't need Dallas's line for, for Deshaun. You need just an average line. and. If we're able to give him that with what we've done, considering how many picks we do have, I mean, there may be a tackle in the second round that they they may go trade up and get that kid um, that had such a terrible forty time and oh yeah, what's his name? Uh, oh, Orlando. God. Yeah, Orlando Brown. Yeah, there we go. They may trade up and get him in the second because he was a freaking stud in college. Yeah. So I mean, who knows? But I I do think the line's going to be at least average going well, into the season. What's his name? Connor Williams. Is yeah. projected as the number five offensive tackle, but because his arms are short, they're saying he should play guard. So because he has short arms, they're now projecting him to fall to the third. So plenty of options. There's talent. We we have a ton of draft capital. But the question really is, John, who's the backup quarterback? At, right now, it's Tyler Taylor Henneke. I know. We'll we'll have to sign somebody. Gino. 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 No. Gino Smith. No. Gino. Where on earth did that come from? I like it. No. Yeah. Gino? Yeah. I oh. do. No. I do. What do you mean no? Gino was fine when he suited up for the Giants last year. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. Define fine. Average. In that game. Look at the stats. Seriously, you're right in front of your computer. Just Google Gino Smith NFL stats. No, just say no to Gino. No, what? So who do you want? Because there's Not nobody Gino. else left. He's mobile. He's the only mobile. Co- then let's sign Colin Kaepernick. Who? Who? 
You can't be the guy that says no and then not come with a resolution. 212 yards, one touchdown, and mm-hmm. one game. Okay. And what was his completion rating? Well, his QB rating was an 84.5. Oh, interesting. No, 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 it's Gino. Gino. He was actually fine, dude. There was a whole lot of talk about Gino. If you actually ask the Giants fans, Gino actually has been okay since he's been there. I'm telling you, I think he had, I think the Jets were, when he went to the Jets, he went to the Jets at the worst time he could go to the Jets. That team and that franchise was dysfunctional as can be. Uh, I think he got a bad rap from it. I would be totally fine with Gino backing up our boy. There's nobody else. You can't go with somebody that's not mobile, John. We can't. It's a, we just can't do it. Well, can't keep being in La La Land over there. <laughs> he had a 58% completion rating. So average. I'm telling you, he's okay, dude. Oh, man. The hopes is that he never even sees the field anyways, correct? I feel a little bit blindsided about this question. Uh, good, he should. I saved it in my back pocket, pulled it out right now. I just... So then who? Who, 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 who? At this point, I don't even know who's not signed. But uh, there aren't a lot. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Matt Moore? That's actually... There we go. Matt Moore oh, uh, from it. the Dolphins. Sure. He's not mobile. Not mobile. Not mobile. Tough as shit, though. He's uh he's one of Gaines, apparently one of his original finds. He is. So he's somebody I could see. I knew it. Okay. Fine. Well, if you I knew it, why'd you even ask me? Because I was hoping I'd be wrong, John. <laughs> I'm hoping one of these days I'll be wrong. I'll become you. less predictable. No, I I, I just I, I like Matt Moore. Uh, honestly, I was one of those guys that during the whole Matt Schaub pick six era, I really thought Matt Moore should have gotten a shot at being a starting quarterback. Um, but the Dolphins paid him a lot of money to be their backup. Uh, at that time, um, I, I like Matt Moore a lot. I just Brian Fitzpatrick was ideal, but he yeah. signed with the Bucks. Obviously, he was ideal. Tyron Taylor traded to the Browns. That's going to be an interesting team next year. The Browns look like they're doing it right, man. Finally, yeah, finally. A poor Joe, you know, Joe Thomas retired. Wonder if they would send us Corey Coleman. I don't want Corey Coleman. What do we need wide receiver for? Where do people keep getting this? Why do people want wide receivers? I, I like Corey Coleman. Okay, that's great. I think he could be a good player. I'm sure he will be a good player. The guy's only been in the yeah, league for two I'm years. I'm hoping that they'd give him up and just send him to us for like Sweet. a six-round pick. And where are you going to put him? <laughs> you find enough room for him. Where? I don't know. All of our receivers get hurt. We have four good wide receivers. Yeah, but they all get hurt. We had a couple of games where we had no uh, receivers. Yeah, yeah. All right, John. <laughs> it looks like this is the end of the podcast. Uh, well, this should be interesting. I think the next couple of days will be fun. Maybe we can get together Sunday and do a recap. Well, if stuff go, if stuff happens, we will. If it looks like we're gonna have a boring couple of weeks, then we'll be next. We'll be back next Wednesday. Let's hope it's not boring. I would much rather be having a show on Sunday. Yeah, me too. If we sign Tyron, are we gonna have a show on Sunday? Yeah. Oh yeah. If he's the only one we sign, we'll still have a show on Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Cool. Uh, hey, real quick, uh, non-football topic. Uh, we do have that GoFundMe that we started with for Pat, uh, who's actually doing better. Um, it's not wearing a gown anymore. He's wearing regular clothes and um, is in good spirits. 
uh, if you guys could go and just donate five dollars, ten dollars, whatever it could be, we're at three hundred dollars right now. Uh, we appreciate you guys doing what you guys have done so far. Uh, we want to get that over to Pat just because uh, Pat's brother actually started another GoFundMe that's really kind of taken off, and uh, JJ and Bill O'Brien and a bunch of other people have actually uh, have actually. I think they're at like almost 20k if not more so we're going to take what we've done and 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 hand it over to them but uh we want to get it we have to get it to a certain limit for before we can do that so um anything you guys can do uh would be very helpful and obviously pat for him and his family uh, and his two daughters so uh, you guys can find it just go go find me pat stat that's that's really it it's also on our twitter you can find it there instagram um and by the way, you changed the Twitter handle. Yeah, yeah about you never some told of, me. Some of the feedback I got when I asked for more followers was you asked for more followers. Yeah, we asked for it on the podcast last week. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, we okay. get we need more Twitter. I followers. thought maybe like put it on Twitter, like, "Hey, I want yeah. more followers." No. So no, it's just good. something easier, okay. easier to find. Apparently, Houston, it's easier to find Houston, without. Is it H O U? It's Houston F B Pod. Houston F B Pod. So yep. now I got to change the Instagram. Houston FB Pod. Okay, yep. well, follow us on Twitter at Houston FB Pod. You can follow us on uh, Instagram currently at TXNS underscore unfiltered. And then once I change it, you'll be able to find us at Houston FB Pod as well. Um, you can look for us on Twitter or I mean SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Store, all of that good stuff. Um, there's a bunch of other podcast podcasts. Uh, apps out there that were on that I had no idea about that some friends told me about so if you're anywhere listening to this and you just type in Texans Unfiltered you should be able to find us rather quickly uh, if you haven't checked out the Jordan Palmer interview feel you know go do that it's definitely worth listening to um, and then we're actually working on the guests right now hopefully maybe next week maybe we'll see um, but we will continue to work on that. We still have a long off season, so lots of time to go. But until then, I am Young Ari Gold signing off on this free agent frenzy uh, for Texans Unfiltered. We'll talk to you guys next week. When they had our backs up against the wall and said that we couldn't stand the pressure, we still got it done, man. When they said the clock was winding down and it wasn't enough time to get it done, we still got it done, man. Now it's our time to shine, it's our time to keep it 100. So we gonna go out here and show them how true we are.